those who are in homeschooling, those who are in Christian school, uh, those who are serving in public school, we're here to uh, commission you and to be able to send you whatever capacity you do in school systems. It doesn't matter. From transportation to feeding the children uh, to being teachers, administrative, counselors, nurses, it, it's just you get the picture, right? If, you, if you're employed or you volunteer or you are a student, today we want to commission you. So when you commission someone or you commission a group of people, you're sending them. You're intentionally sending these people. Uh, there's a challenge that comes with it. And I, I want to uh, give all of you, I know uh, you've been looking at this week for a long time. Uh, at the end of May, you're going, whew, it's a little ways off, and then little by little, it's been creeping up on it, hasn't it? And I know you're looking at this week, and people have been getting ready, and my, my wife, Julie, is a school nurse, and I know she's been handling what she needs to handle way before the first day of school, and those of you who teach or in administration, you, you the same way, those who are driving buses are getting their routes uh, the monitors are being set to, to be on the bus with them. We get the picture. So I want to challenge all of you in the school system in whatever capacity, but I want to challenge us. Well, the challenge goes to us. In a moment, I'm going to go ahead and prep you. I thought through this for a little bit, and I, at, the end of this, at the end of this sermon, uh, I thought, well, I'll just have those that I've mentioned that are in the school systems um, to stand up. Uh, because I do think about, do you think it's awkward or not, right? I just want you to know I only thought about it for a little while. So I said, no, I don't want them to stand up. I want you to come to the altar. If I'm going to make you feel a little bit awkward standing up, I'm going to make you feel really awkward coming to the altar. So uh, at, the end of, at the end of this service, uh, when we get to a part of praying over you and our people who who are uh, in the congregation will be extending a hand to you to pray over you. Uh, we ask you to come to the, to the front. So I wanna prep you for that now, okay? Uh, it was really surprising to me in the early service and we had a good crowd. Most of our crowd in the early service were people who were involved in homeschool, Christian school, or public school. It was really a bit overwhelming for me to be able to see that. So um, we, wanna, we, wanna, we wanna bless you as you go and be a blessing. So I have seven challenges for you. You're gonna see them on the screen. Uh, the first one I wanna give you is be a forever learner. Uh, don't ever get to the point where you're, I've, I've I got my degree and, and uh, I'm set in my career zone and I'm, uh, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm done learning. Uh, most of you know if you're in advanced fields of uh, in your careers, you know continuing education hours is something you have to, con you have to be a part of. I'll always be a forever learner. And I, I'm saying this to all of us today. This is a challenge to all of us, but specifically you in the school systems. Uh, you're asking them to be perpetual students. You need to be a perpetual student. You need to keep learning and learning and learning. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. It says, uh, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker uh, who doesn't need to be ashamed, meaning actually a person of study, um, correctly teaching the, the word of truth. 
what can happen in, in our Christian life if you're not careful, and I'm speaking out of experience here, uh, because what I'm about to tell you, I've been there, where the only time I was around the Word of God was when I went to church on Sunday. Um, I, I had a faith in Jesus. I just really didn't completely trust him in a lot of daily things. Uh, so I went to church, but I, uh, I wasn't always around Scripture. Uh, I waited till Sunday, and I was around Scripture. I hope you're not one of those people. I hope between now and next Sunday, if you attend here or anywhere, I hope that that's, the, that's not the only time you're around the Word of God. I've been encouraging you in being a forever learner is to be uh, someone who's a forever word, uh, learner in the Word of God. We have to let it shape us. Hear my heart. Hear my life as a pastor. I don't want the six o'clock news to shape you. I don't want opinions on social media to shape you. I want the Word of God to shape you. It is intended to shape us. And some of you, uh, you, you just, you're haphazardly around the Word of God. You stumble on it occasionally. Uh, and again, it just may be when you come to a service like this that you're only presented with it again. Uh, I want you in a place of devotion. Like, for example, me as a pastor, my time in the Word can't just be for sermon prep. There's got to be a daily feeding of my soul, just like there's a daily feeding of your own biological body. There's got to be a feeding to my soul. And a lot of people don't want to be around Scripture because it gives them a picture of who they are. And sometimes when we get that picture, we don't like that picture. And that picture means you and I need transformation in our life, which only Christ can do. So be, be a forever learner. When you're doing devotions, if you do them in the morning, and I'm not against you doing them in the morning, I, I'm, it, the, the time is not the issue here. But devotion needs to be more than a, a day starter. It needs to be a life builder. Like you can be in a devotion or have a devotion lead you and you're, you're, leaning, you're learning something you've never learned. Well, maybe that's going to spur you to study it just a little further. And I, I, am, I am telling you about your own personal study. You're going to think group. I'm going to think personal study. You've got information at your fingertips of when you can study. A lot of times, this is going to sound really crazy, but my personal devotion happens in our garage. It happens there. I go there. Of course, men are typically drawn to a garage for all kinds of different reasons, but I, I go there. I go there to be alone with the Lord. I, that's really what I do. And it, it, it's building our life. It's uncanny how I can read a devotion, not sermon prep, but a devotion and realize that that devotion is speaking exactly to the place of my life maybe even in that afternoon or morning. So you do your devotions as often as you want in a day, whenever you want in a day. But it's more than a day starter. It's a life builder. <clears throat> We're getting ready to handle a little series, uh, just a few Sundays. And uh, the series is called Thirst. <clears throat> and uh, in this series, we want to, we want to give you a, 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 a challenge <clears throat> of a desire 
and a desperation for the word of God. Like yesterday, I was, I was home and, and uh, uh, I was talking to Laura, our daughter who lives in Texas and it's been averaging about 700 degrees for about the last month in Texas, you know. It's, it's just, she's just been melting down there. And uh, she goes, what are you doing? And I, I, I was drinking a um, cherry L81 zero sugar. And, uh, but yesterday, all day long, I was thirsty. My tongue, I, I could tell I was thirsty. And so I was drinking water, but I, I, I thought I'm gonna drink this L81, the zero sugar, and I'm saying all that, because if you ever run across it and you're going, oh, I love my pastor, and you wanna get me one of those, that's fine, that's not, I'll, I'll be able to take it. So, so I'm, I'm drinking, I said, she goes, ooh, I don't like that. And I said, well, I do. I said, I like the cherry zero sugar L81. I like that. You know, but, you know, drinking that, and it was fine. It was just fine to do that. But I, uh, it didn't quench my thirst. You know why it didn't quench my thirst? It's not water. You can drink all kinds of things when you're thirsty, and it won't quench your thirst because it's not water. You, you are built for water to quench your thirst. And it, it becomes the same way with the Lord. You and I have a spiritual thirst, but we run somewhere else for the drink. You know? We run somewhere else. Some of us literally run somewhere else for the drink. But my point is that it's, it, to really satisfy the thirst of your body, it needs to be water. And if you're going to satisfy your thirst for your soul, it doesn't need to be the six o'clock news. It doesn't need opinions that are haphazardly thrown out on social media. It needs to be the word of God. It feeds us. Scripture gives the picture of that is that it feeds us. So be that forever learner, not only in uh, just learning, period, but also learning from the Word of God. Be that forever learner as you work with other people. Number two, be a person of prayer. If you're in the school system, you're going to be frustrated. And one reason you're going to be frustrated is because you deal with people, right? You deal with people. If you're in the public sector, you're going to get frustrated. Why? Because we deal with people. Somebody asked me, they said, how's ministry going? I said, if it weren't for people, it'd be a piece of cake. You know? Uh, and uh, do, you, do you all understand we usually mess it up instead of make it better? So when you're frustrated, what do you do? When you're in that school system, be it a student, administrator, or a teacher, what do you do? What do you do when your anxiety is getting high and your anger is becoming smoke coming out of your ears and you're thinking of retaliation and just hurting everybody else around you? What do you do? Be a person of prayer. When you sense that negative emotion coming on you and you sense that frustration coming on you and, and you, you sense all that, your anxiety is getting high, instead of telling the world about your anxiety, take it to the Lord. Take it to Him. You're going, you mean right there? I, I don't mean you have to clear your desk and kneel on it. I, I don't mean you've got to make everybody be quiet so you can be with the Lord. I mean carry it to the Lord, right? 
the, he, he says, throw it to me, cast it to me, because I care for you. You're, you don't need to be thinking, well, I only need to give him stuff when I'm in my devotion time. You need to give him that stuff when it's happening. It needs, it needs to be, when it's going on, it's when you need to get rid of it, right? Not, not let that fester and, and, and affect other people in a ripple effect. You, you need to pray when you sense that frustration coming. Pray first before you have any kind of response. Remember, the Lord is a first responder, not a last resort. Remember that. Uh, so be a person of prayer. 1 Samuel 12, 23. Samuel says to the people, as for me, I vow that I will not sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you. Uh, prayerlessness, prayerlessness is a sin. I will teach you the good and the right way. Why, why is prayerlessness a sin? Because you're very simply telling him, you don't trust him or you believe that he can't do it. It's one of the two. I just don't trust you in this. Uh, this is my part of my life I need to handle. I don't need to give it to you. And uh, either that or I'm, I'm going to... Here's what happens in prayer. Um, the, the, what happens in prayer is this. The, you give the Lord a situation on what's going on to you, and he'll, he'll do one of two things or both. He'll handle the situation or he'll handle you or both. But something's going to be handled in there. Have you ever prayed for difficult people? Have you ever prayed? You understand what I'm saying? Have you ever had people be difficult with you and you pray for them? And I don't know about you, but that happens to me. And when I do pray for them, the Lord said, I just want to remind you how patient I've been with you. Right? My focus was on somebody else, and then the Lord put his focus on me. Uh, I just want to remind you, do you remember when you were gallivanting around, you know, doing all what you wanted to do? When you, were, when you didn't think about me at all, do you remember that? I'm not going, uh, you sure it wasn't my brother? It must have been my brother, you know. You, me, uh, the, you know, I just want you to know I was patient with you. I just want to remind you, when you were unfaithful to me, I remained faithful with you. You see what I'm saying? You see the picture? It's either the situation or you or both that he handles. But we become people of prayer. Look at uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. This is one you know. This is just a reminder challenge about our anxiety going through the roof and something happening. Don't worry about anything. And everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, you see, the peace of God rises to the top, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Don't wait and give him your frustration the next morning at your devotion or even that evening before you go to bed. When do we give it to him? We give it to him now while it's going on. We give it to him now. Be people, be a person of prayer. Number three, be a person of excellence. I, uh, I love this verse in Daniel 6.3. Daniel distinguished himself above the administrators and the satraps because he had an extraordinary spirit. It was called the spirit of excellence so that the king planned to set him over the whole realm. Do what you do and do it well. 
When Andrew was a little boy, I would teach him to mow the yard. And I, I finally, I'm going, Andrew, forget about mowing to please me. Just act like this is the king's yard and I'm not the king. Whatever you do, whatever you do, you just think through this is for him so that he gets the glory, so that his name is made famous. I give him the glory of this. Do it with excellence. Be a person of excellence. Number four, demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Some of you may wait for other people to do this, and it's intended for you to do this. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You're going, preacher, I'll, do, I'll, I'll be good to get that done in a year. And he expects you to be able to do that in a day. And you're going, I can't do that in a day. But you can with him. You can with him. Be, demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, no, notice, the, notice the picture here that is there. Uh, Come in, come into situations presenting yourself that you're carrying the Holy Spirit with you and all that he is. This is his fruit. And we're going to bring all this into that situation. Demonstrate it, whatever you're doing. Even as a student, you think I'm just talking to teachers and administration. I'm not. I'm talking to students, whether you're on the college campus or whether you're in elementary school. It, it really doesn't matter. You, uh, you be that person that demonstrates the fruit of the Spirit. Number five, be people of peace. Matthew 5, 9. Matthew, the peacemakers are blessed, for they will be called the children, the sons and the daughters of God. I want you to look at uh, 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 Colossians three fifteen, And let the, let the peace of Christ, the Messiah to which you were also called in one body, control your hearts and be thankful. Greg, leave that there for a moment. Let, let the peace, let, let the peace of, of Christ the Messiah, let it control your hearts. The word control there means referee, means umpire. It, it's, it's like, I, I'll take it to football since football season is coming up, that there's the flag, there's the yellow flag. And so when, when things are going on with you and you're not living, demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit and you're not helping things be peaceful, the Holy Spirit throws the yellow flag. Don't pay attention to him in being able to do that. You, you want to be a soothing part. You don't want to be the agitator. And if you don't handle your frustration immediately, you become the agitator. And you want to be the soothing presence of Christ in that situation. Now, I know what happens because I want to, as I pastor and preach, I want to get down to basic everyday life where we walk. And here, here's what happens, because we're going to handle this and even in the next one as well of being an encourager. You're saying, pastor, you want me to do all this. Well, who's going to do this to me? Pastor, you want me to demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit? You know how hard that is? Yes. You want me to be a person of prayer? Do you know how easy it is to just let your frustrations take over? Instead of being a person of prayer? I said, you're wanting me to do all these things. 
Who's going to do this to me? Great question. The Holy Spirit will do that to you. Jesus, as miraculous as he is, I'm not going to say was, Jesus entered times of great stress in his life. You're thinking, well, he didn't encounter stress. He did. There's times he prayed so hard that his sweat became blood. The blood vessels in his forehead got to the surface of his skin, and so the blood through the capillaries mixed with his sweat. Y'all know this story? Yeah, and he was sweating drops of blood. And there's times when the enemy was doing what he did with Jesus that I love this part. I think some of us miss it. But it said the angels came and ministered to him. You're thinking, well, Jesus didn't need any ministry. He's Jesus. You rip off the robe, he's got on a Superman suit without the phone booth, right? But it said there are times in his life where he needed ministry and the angels came and attended Jesus. And you're going, a forever learner, a person of prayer, a person of excellence. Thanks a lot, preacher. You're only adding to me being overwhelmed anyway, <laughs> to the demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit. And now you want me to be a person of peace? I'm going to do all this but who's going to do that to me? The Holy Spirit of God will comfort you and guide you and fill you and wrap his arms around you. And I believe in the holy hug of heaven too, by the way. I believe in it greatly. And some of us, he has to open his arms up a little wider than others, but we all get the hug, right? We all get the hug. Um, and the sixth challenge is give encouragement. This even it means students. Uh, Romans 15, 5. Now may the God who gives endurance and encouragement allow you to live in harmony with one another according to the command of Jesus Christ. Give encouragement. Uh, I, uh, from second grade to eighth grade, I was in Greene County, which is right adjacent to Taylor County. Greensburg, Camelsville. Lived, lived in Camelsville much longer than I did in Greene County. So I say Camelsville's home, Camelsville's home. But I, I had a little stint of my life in Green, in Green County. A little town called Summersville, which is only about how many miles? 10 miles, 11 miles deep from us in Camelsville. And uh, so uh, I, I can remember when I moved to Taylor County, uh, it was my freshman year, and it was the first day of school for a freshman, and that can be, that can be awkward and, and difficult even if you grew up in that school system. So I'm, I'm coming as a Green County Dragon because the Taylor County Cardinals and the Camelsville Eagles didn't like the Green County Dragons and vice versa. So I'm, I'm coming, growing up with that group in Green County, having played ball against the guys in Taylor County during middle school, I knew them, but still I'm the green freshman, right? First day of high school, first day of class. And hang on, I had the last name Eaton. 
You, you go to school with that last name and hear all the, hear all the, what people put together with that last name, okay? I'll just let your imagination run. First day of class, first day of class, freshman year, hardly knew, I knew some people I played ball again. So uh, I went to lunch. Uh, we were in Algebra One class with Miss Spires, who did spank me as a freshman, by the way. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Um, and, uh, the and preacher's kids are mean. It's just because we played with the deacon's kids, okay? You need to know that. That's, that's, where, that's where we got it. That's where it all happened. So uh, Miss Spires class, Algebra 1, and we would go in her homeroom, we'd go in her room, get checked in, and we'd go to lunch, come back and have Algebra 1. So we're, we're going to lunch, and first day of class, remember? I, I mean, Greenhorn freshman, last name Eaton, all new to me. And I go through the line, and for that day, they had Johnny Marzetti. You know, Johnny Marzetti's that glorified pizza something, spaghetti, whatever. I don't know what all it was. Had everything else with it. I think there's mashed potatoes with it. And now I know how carby all that was. I didn't know it at the time. But I had milk, and so I go through the line. And at the end of the line where you pay, I, uh, somebody had spilt some mashed potatoes. And so old Jeffro hits that mashed potatoes and I fall, great first impression on my first day of high school with the last name Eaton, right? So I fall and my tray falls on me. So I've got milk all over the front of me. I've got Johnny Marzetti all over the front of me. And it's, it's that Johnny Marzetti that the more you try to clean it off, the worse it gets. Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't get better, it just gets in, you know? And mashed potatoes all over the front of me, try, try to make a good first impression, coming from Greene County, because we hate the dragons, and last name Eaton, first day of school, and here I am, covered in mashed potatoes, Johnny Marzetti, and, and uh, whole milk. And I gotta wear that the rest of the day. You know, these guys at this table, they said, uh, aren't you Jeff? I said, yeah. They remember playing ball against me. He said, come sit at our table. And I did. And uh, I just want you to know, those guys are lifelong friends of mine. Two of them at that table were in my wedding. They encouraged me. Don't, don't worry about it. I mean, it was kind of guy talk. You're going to smell, but there's only two more hours left anyway, so it's not as bad as it being the whole day, right? So that doesn't sound like it's, it's encouragement. It's, it's okay to stink for two hours versus stinking for eight, you know? So uh, the, you, you, just listen. They encouraged me. Uh, getting up out of that mess, it's like, who wants to sit with me? Or who's going to let me sit with them? You come over here. And that whole table, still friends. And again, two of them were in our wedding with me and Julie. So it encouraged, whether it's student to student, and listen, it can even be student to teacher to student to administrator. It, it, it can be teacher to teacher. It can be teacher to student. It doesn't matter. Give encouragement to people. Be soothing People of peace. Number seven, live a life full of faith. Hebrews eleven six. Live a life full of now without faith it is impossible to please God. 
For the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who diligently seek him, even at school, homeschool, Christian school, uh, and public school. It, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Live a life that is full of faith. So we want to commission you. If you're in the homeschool system, Christian school system, public school system, in any capacity, you are an employee or you are a volunteer in any capacity, you're a ball coach or whatever, you get the picture. I'm going to ask you right now to come. Just stand and, and don't look around. You just come on. Just come down to the altar, move around the baptistry to the sides, if you will. Uh, even college students, we want college students to come. We want college students to come and be here with us as well. God is blessing us this fall. We've been praying for this, and instead of creating it, we look for it to happen. So, so listen to me. Don't just watch them walk up here. We, uh, we're starting a college ministry, and people are all on different campuses. And uh, the Lord has just revealed us, just built that in the last two or three weeks. And so we, uh, we just give him credit to that. He's revealed it to us on what he wants to do. And then we're moving, we're moving in that area. I want to I bless you with two scriptures, okay? I want to bless you with two scriptures to begin with. Colossians 3, 23 and 24, and I want to read it to you. Whatever you do, whatever you do, do it enthusiastically. As something done for the Lord and not for men knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord, you serve the Lord Christ. Know that. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. Based on the gift each one of you has received, the Holy Spirit has gifted you. He gave it to you. You didn't go pick it out. He has gifted you. Based on the gift each has received, use it to serve others. As good managers and as varied grace of God. Verse 11. If anyone speaks, let him speak as one who speaks, who speaks God's words. You speak the words of God to people. Those things I challenged you with. If anyone serves, it should be the strength that God provides. Listen, about October, you're not going to love those kids in October as much as you love them right now going into August. You're going to love them. I didn't say you weren't going to love them. But you're going to scream, I need a break. And I'm not saying you don't. But serve with his strength. Ask him for his strength. And we're going to pray that over you in just a moment. From, be, be from the strength that God provides. So that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything to him belong the glory and the power forever and forever. I'm going to pray two things over you. I'm going to pray that you have the compassion of Jesus. Okay? That's different than normal human compassion. I'm going to pray that you have the compassion of Jesus. And I'm going to pray that you live in the strength of the power of the resurrection. That is a power that's beyond healthy food, running a mile, and lifting weights or doing Diamond Dallas Page yoga like I do. It's, it's a strength that only comes from heaven. And it is the power of the resurrection. 
So I want to pray those two things over you. Church, I want you to stand in honor of them, okay? And uh, we're going to burn some shoulders, some deltoids, and some biceps here. I want you to extend your hand toward all these people. Will you do that? I want you to extend a hand. You're, we, we are commissioning you today, okay? And let's pray over them. Father, I pray over these people. I pray over whether they're students, they're teachers, administrators, coach, whatever. They drive buses, whatever. I pray your compassion, Lord, over them. That's, that's above and beyond what we can feel as a human. I pray the compassion of you, Lord, on them. And Lord, I pray the, the, the strength and the power that only resurrection power can give them. Yes, we want them healthy. Yes, we want them fit. But Lord, they need a strength that is beyond anything that can be mustered here on this earth. And we pray resurrection power on them. And Lord, their gifts that you've given them, raise them up and set them on fire, Lord. Just stir up the flames of the gifts that you have given them. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray and that we send these people. Amen. I want to bless you with two other scriptures quickly. John chapter 17, verse 18. As the Lord's, he's praying here, as you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. We look at John 20, 21. Jesus said to them, peace to you and peace to you. Uh, as the Father has sent me, he says, I send you. I want you to look at the hope arrow for just a moment. I'm not going to go through the letters. I just want you to look at the arrow. You are that arrow. God is sending you. He has sent you. And you go and be who you are in him to other people. Okay? You can go back to your seat. Church, let them know how much you love them and you care for them and you appreciate them. Okay.